It's a new day! Yes, it What's up, everybody? Welcome to the newest installment of the Minorities Report. I am your head minority in charge, Gus. Along with me, as always, is my biracial consigliere, Jay Shell. What it is, brother? What it is? <laughs> I thought you would like that. I figured, like, honestly, I should be like doing like a like pretty much huggy, huggy bear. bear. <laughs> Wait on the street, is. Word on the street is she's on the street. <laughs> it was. Hey. It was from a pimp named Silky. Silky. Yeah. Silky Smooth. Oh, man. Uh, no. <laughs> and welcome, everyone, to the new era of the Minorities Report. We're going in an all different direction. So if you don't like it, mm, well, that's your problem. <laughs> that's a you problem. <laughs> that's a you problem. <laughs> no, Kitty, we're all, of course, going to bring you all the hijinks and everything and between. So, Jay, what's going on, man? How has uh, your week been? Uh, disappointing, man. Like, uh... To use a uh, wrestling term, one of, you know, uh, one of my uh, favorite singers just turned heel. Oh, you got jobbed out? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, well, apparently she was jobbing everyone out. Whoa. But uh, Lizzo, uh, you hear about the um, no, what allegations? Happened? What happened? So, yeah, so uh, three former dancers of Lizzo are, uh, acu- um, are accusing her of uh, sexual harassment. And um, so these allegations, they're f- really serious allegations. But basically, she uh, apparently, like, uh, she forced some of her dancers when they were performing in Thailand mm. to eat bananas out of prostitutes' uh You can say vagina, bro. Yeah. We're on a podcast. It was just All right, hold on. You want to say they're hoo-ha? Wait, wait, hold on. No, just say they're hoo-ha. <laughs> wow, okay. I guess I go fuck myself. Anyway. So, um, oh, let's call it the... The vagine. That just sounds worse. Anyway, anyway. (laughs) So wait, 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 wait. Yeah. So she was forcing her dancers to eat bananas out of the private area of prostitutes. Yes. Oh, excuse me. Sex workers. Yes. Ew. Yeah. I mean, ew. Yeah. You ain't supposed to kiss when you, you know. Yeah. Wait, hold on. More importantly, why is Lizzo paying? Why is she getting... Prostitutes. Okay, there's so many questions. <laughs> there's from so this. many layers on this, thing. right? But yeah. Uh, right now, like, uh, but yeah, so there are like um, lawsuits um, that are brought by uh, three of the, the uh, dancers. Nine mm. areas of misconduct and uh, related to their experience. It was on a Lizzo's uh, special tour. Yeah. And um, so yeah, so these uh, claims are made by against all three defendants, including Lizzo, Quigley, and Big Girl Turing Inc. Wow. So yeah, management. Big Girl Turing Inc. Mm-hmm. That's their management company. Yeah. Wow. And so uh, so the level, the civil lawsuit was filed in Los Angeles Superior Court, and this could result in monumentary da- uh, monetary damages uh, for the plaintiffs if so, were to move forward. So she going to change the lyrics to her song. In a minute, I'm gonna make you eat a banana. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's gonna be any changes to songs. Hell, this could be a, a career ender because Lizzo was seen as, um, a basically as like a figure of positivity. You right. know, like a big girl mag- a big girl like positivity, big and girl all that. energy, big girl energy, and all yeah. that. Like she was seen as like you know this new figurehead spearing um, uh, to spearhead a you know this you know body positive movement. Yeah. Like that, a pop singer of, of her body shape can make it. Well, you know? here's the well, the worst part is that it's going to give fuel to some of those right wingers. Oh yeah, shit about her before. Oh, you mean you know yeah. those, those uh, shit shit zippers that would always be like you know I'm just worried about her health. Well, I'm she just yeah. worried about her health. Oh, you mean Cucker? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just worried about her health. Like all those people that talk shit about her being big and all that, all those right ringers. Now they feel validated. Yeah, no, in exactly. And yeah. it's it's just fucking horrible, dude. Yeah. So yeah. So th- this affects everyone. This affects her fans. Yeah. This affects um, her, of course, her image and everything, and of course, like you know, the victims. And so it's just it just fucking sucks, man, because. I they, don't they always say, like, get that idea to do something like that. Pe- do people are, when, when it comes to sex, people come up with the most harebrained shit. I'm saying. Yeah. You know, I, I, I feel like most, <laughs> I feel most like um, human uh, ingenuity yeah. is towards freaky shit. Well, you know, another liber- uh, celebrity, excuse me, that mm-hmm. turned heel this week, as you want to say, mm-hmm. Stephen Amell. 
Oh, yes. He spoke out against the, uh, arrow, the strikers. You know, that was fucking disappointing, too, because, OK, he worked uh, his uh, show was for this on the CW. Right. That show makes pennies. I mean, not show, but that network makes pennies, as we as we were told by um, by uh, Sean Gunn. Yeah, I heard that they have not profited. Since mm-hmm. the inception of the CW. Yeah, and that was back in 2006. And so that's crazy almost, because that, all those shows that they've had that were big hits, Gilmore yeah. Girls, One Tree Hill, mm-hmm. Dawson's Creek. Oh, no, wait, Dawson's Creek was before it was the CW. It was, it was when it was it the was. WB. Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, they uh, ended the show right before the CW uh, launched. But, yeah, so you think him of all people, being an actor, right. being, um, being a producer and everything, would be sympathetic. Yeah, no. I feel like this is like a darkest timeline green arrow, you know? It's awful, dude. I mean, it's to think that he came out and said something like that, mm-hmm. knowing that a lot of his friends, I mean, fucker's Canadian, but yeah. I mean, I, it's it's cool that he stands up against cancer and all that shit. He was the one that started that fuck cancer mm-hmm. movement and he started a charity for it. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of fucked up that he doesn't believe in the unions that are helping out his fellow actors, man. Mm-hmm. Well, he said that um, that striking is a ineffective negotiation tool. I was like, bro, pick up a history book. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. Uh, have you ever heard of any strike ever? Right. <laughs> a little thing called the, um, like, what do you call it? Like the civil rights? Dude, I mean, <laughs> I mean, any, any time that people have gone out, of, like Major League Baseball, when they, um, when, when they struck, they struck, they stroke, <laughs> they stroke. They be stroking. <laughs> they struck it. Yeah. Back in the nineties, uh-huh. and it helped a lot of players to, to make more money because Major League Baseball was making millions upon millions from them. Yeah. And their their league minimum for players mm. who were not the stars was was really not good. Yeah. You know. And you know, um, this is always he that actually had a long history of bad takes too. Like, you know... Um, so his new show is appropriate for him? I'm saying heels. Heels. Right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, like uh, when he was asked to leave a Delta Airlines flight uh, because he was yelling at his wife and everything. No fucking way. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, during the Black Lives Matter protest, um, he admi- he admitted that racism is a systematic problem, but he had not seen it in action. Damn. Like, so like, oh wait. oh, wait, a white guy hasn't seen systematic racism? What the fuck? You, the hell you say. Right. Oh, he goes, no, my one black friend. Right. Diggle. <laughs> but, one yeah. black friend. Yeah, Diggle's like doing the whole like march, like which covering, is, the, covering the face meme. Which is even funny because on Arrow, yeah. that was his one black friend. It was, yeah. 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 I think I call it the walking dead rule, the, mm. the, the rule of two, like the Sif. Right. Because... If you notice on The Walking Dead, when there's more than two black characters, mm-hmm. one of them dies. Right. So it's usually Michonne and another black character. <laughs> if they introduce a third black character, I'm like, well, oh, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just like the rules in um, how I, uh, Not Another Teen Movie, when there was that black dude at the party, <laughs> the main <laughs> token black dude comes in, hey, I'm the total black dude. Oh, all right, cool. They tag out and everything. But no, but like, okay, so here's, okay, and here's what like contradicts his words. He says he supports the um, SAG after as his union right but he he calls striking a reductive negotiation tactic and myopic i was like dude you can't have both no you can't it's no. either you support them you don't yeah if you i mean so if you support them you support be supporting why they're striking right and so um honestly it feels like this he's speaking out against the strike because he can't promote his uh the second season of heels of heels yeah, yeah. So well this, I, they probably can't release it until the strike's right. over right well i think they can release it but they can't promote it well if it's completed production yes it has yeah oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. because that's what put the halt on deadpool 3 mm. and uh, a couple of other big ass projects oh cobra kai uh, and um, Stranger Things, Stranger Things, mm-hmm. and uh, across the Spider Verse too. Yeah, it's it, they already put it out for almost a year mm-hmm. because what people don't realize is with animation they project it two or three years in advance because it takes that long to fucking animate. Mm-hmm. So now that they have to wait for the strike to be over to then record the voices to then mm-hmm. do the drawings, mm-hmm. yeah, all the post production shit and everything. Yeah, so yeah. it's gonna it's gonna take a while. So now it's starting to like what did what did Michael uh, say in the office? How the turntables have turned? Or oh, something? how the turntables have turned. Yeah. So it it feels like this is what his words and everything were uh, definitely a place of like self interest. Yeah. Rather than um for his support of his fellow actors and everything. Oh, so. speaking of which, mm-hmm. I st- I just started binge watching uh, The Office. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, my girlfriend and I, we've been watching it. I never, ever watched it. Yeah. I've seen clips of it, like the mm. when Toby's coming back, mm. Michael, no, God, yeah, no, no, which is one of my favorite <laughs> gifts to use. Uh, and also the one with uh, Stanley. Yep. He goes, that is a child. Have oh, you lost your, your mind? Because I will help, help you find, find it. it. <laughs> I love Stanley because he uh, reminds me a lot of my dad yep. and everything. Well, what's great about Stanley, he has, he has he has no fucks to give. Yeah. And he just sits there doing his crossword puzzles. Yeah, that, that's my dad right there and everything. Yeah. Uh, but, but then when like, he when has he, his outburst. Yeah. No, like, like, yeah, the way he spoke to Ryan is like back in high school when I got the lectures from my dad and everything. Yeah. And the way Ryan... Like st- st- like stood there just, and it was, took it. <laughs> th- 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 like just there's there's nothing you can do. I love what afterwards yeah. Ryan goes. Stanley Stan yelled, yelled at me today. Me. Yeah. I was never so scared in my life. There's a, I'm not sure if you've seen the scene yet, but it was when um, Ryan came back as a temp. Oh, you mean after he that he got busted after all coked up and yeah, 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 and yeah. committing fraud. Yeah, yeah. when uh, David, who was the most level headed, most chill person on there, even through um, Michael's antics. David has always kept like a David? cool head and everything. Uh, he's a um, the uh, what do you call it? Uh, regional manager, not regional manager. Oh, but he's yeah, a, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's a director. Michael's, he's the he, director. He's basically Michael's yes, boss. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. everything. And when he found out that da- that uh, Ryan was working there, yeah, and he was Michael like, what? Him, yeah, it's like, what did you do? Like, why are you still there? And just like blah 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 blah, <laughs> just like incinerates him no, over that, the phone. I haven't and seen that yet. Yeah, but it, it's great. The last episode I watched was when Michael's new girlfriend. Holly? Yeah. Yeah. She has to move back to New Hampshire because David found out about their relationship. Yeah. He saw them kissing. That at, was hard. That was hard. company party. Yeah. Oh, no. That was probably one of the most yeah. Michael sane moments because yeah. he's... Fu- Dude, okay. Mm-hmm. I know Steve Carell is supposed to be this way, but yeah. half the time I want to fucking punch him in the throat for right. some of the shit he does. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, dude. When he... uh. When he came in as, what was it, Convict Michael? Yeah. Oh, I'm Prison Mike. <laughs> Prison Mike. He's like, who'd you dealt with, Prison Mike? The Dementors. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the fucking Harry Potter and, 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 Yeah. I love how Jim just trolls him anytime oh, yeah. he goes. Uh, he'll say something like out of, yeah. he goes out of, out of, le, out of left field. Yeah. And you see Jim under his breath goes, yeah, that's not how that works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, he'll say something and Jim goes, mm, that doesn't seem right. Right. <laughs> Low key just throwing him shade. I've always felt that Jim was one of the best straight man characters in uh in tv him yeah and uh pam uh pam and well i was also gonna say also him and um adam scott's character from parks and rec oh yeah yeah they're, yeah. they're a good balance because like they're the straight people but they're not straight enough where they're fucking boring yeah, well, like no. they have like something about that exactly. makes them interesting yeah kind of like when uh he was before he proposed to pam mm-hmm. how he was trolling her yeah he went he was pam would you do me the honor and he gets down on one knee she's like oh my god he's like to hold this well, while i tie my shoes shoe. <laughs> <laughs> what also helps that jim krasinski is just like has like that low-key charisma about him he's you know? he's he's charming in that yeah uh, uh, boy, whole, that boy next door, wholesome yeah. type, you know. Mm-hmm. And the dude is funny. He is. I, I mean, I never seen the movie, but I heard it's real funny. Him with Robin Williams and Mandy Moore. Oh, it's terrible. It was Lights terrible. Really? It is because the movie is so fucking creepy. So here's the here's the plot. Like uh-huh. License to Wed. This is a deep cut here. <laughs> um, so Mandy Moore and John Krasinski uh, play a newly um, newly engaged couple. Right. And she says, "Okay, but we have to meet with our family priest, who's Robin Williams' character, to see if like we're fit for marriage and everything." Mm-hmm. And he is the most invasive motherfucker on oh, the planet. Oh, I know. The poster is him sitting, yeah. laying in bed between. But them. he has him doing all this psychotic shit. To like prove they're ready for marriage and everything, have like an actual baby that actually shits like this weird like uh, it's like blue <laughs> gunk. Fucking gross. It's like it's like it's basically like a roided up version of like those like uh, baby dolls. Maybe from, like, had a thing for Mandy Moore when she was yeah. growing up. Oh yeah. Uh, oh maybe uh, yeah, like candy. Yeah. Ew. Uh, um, <laughs> gross. But speaking of creepy as well, he has like that this little boy who's supposed to be like one of like his like altar boys. Yeah. As his sidekick, and he's with him. Every day, every minute of the hour. So there's this scene, and this is where it gets really fucking creepy, where he's staking out in a van right across from uh, Mandy and John's apartment, Mm -hmm. and the boy's with him. Like, they're surveying them. Oh, God. Without their knowledge. Ew. Like, that's what I'm saying, man. It's the creepiest fucking thing (laughs) ever. you know, Robin Williams, one movie he was really creepy in was 24 Hour. See, that's the thing, though. He's supposed to be creepy in this one, (laughs) in that movie. In this one, he's supposed to be, like, the fun, like, 
wacky priest yeah, yeah. and everything. No, he's a fucking stalker. <laughs> and the fact that he has that fucking boy right with that him. he's a priest? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you understand? You know yeah. what it is? You know what it is? They, the stu- and I bet you money that the Wait, stu- but he wasn't a drag queen. <laughs> uh, but he, you know what's funny is that it's those movies where it's like they depend on the charisma and likability of the actor to sweep under the rug the horrible creepy oh, shit that so they in are. other words they had a shit script and they go huh who can we get for this that people would still want to see I know Robin Williams yeah yeah, yeah. everybody likes him yeah, yeah that was like Patch Adams I guess yeah uh, yeah that too but we could do a whole entire episode oh, about that yeah we're gonna uh, do a retrospective of Robin Williams movies right but yeah. also a retrospective like um hor- like horrible main uh, main protagonist oh yeah well yeah. It, it not even main protagonist Protagonist, I think a better subject is when good actors get put in shit movies just because of their name. Yeah. I know that's a long title, but yeah. Example, Jamie Foxx, after he won the Oscar for Ray, they put him in that Stealth. Yeah. Yeah. Stealth is terrible. <laughs> Angelina Jolie, same thing. Girl uh-huh. interrupted and shit after that. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's it kind of seems like a trend. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, uh, and some Oscar winners they're Kind of well, disappeared well, and had to have a resurgence like uh, Marissa Tomei. Yep. After uh, she won the Oscar. Eh. Well, that, that's the thing. Well, it's um, Ben Affleck said it best in uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Right. What did I always tell you to uh, Matt Damon? Is like, after you do the Oscar, then you do the money project. There you go. Well, yeah, yeah. There. Well, I mean, it's true, though. It is true. Yeah. Anyway, let's go ahead and take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, this is Cletus J. Cousinfucker. Coming to you from the Minority Support Studio. I don't know what the hell they're talking about minorities. There's a lot of people in here. They ain't no minority. Anyway, so listen up. Check it out. Listen to these leftists, socialists, fascists, communists. Uh, I can't remember any more is. But yeah, FJB. Welcome back to the newest edition of the Minority Report. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention, Jay, before we went on break was, again, going back to the office real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, my girlfriend... She can't stand Dwight now. I don't think there's ever any coming back for him for her. Honestly. One reason. Yeah. What he'd do to Angela's cat. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I won't say because I don't know if people out there or people who listen to this will know. Yeah. But yeah, what he did to Angela's cat. Yeah, they ain't no coming. You know how my girlfriend feels about cats. Oh, yeah. There ain't no coming back for him. Or animals in general. Yeah. 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 So, but anyway, what we wanted to talk about today was a man who is growing near and dear to my heart. I don't mm-hmm. know about you. His name yeah. sounds like a character from a spy film, it's, Jack Smith. It's funny you mention Cat because I just well, I just saw a meme the other day, and it's Jack Smith, and he's like, it says, Jack Smith isn't the boogeyman. He's the guy you send to kill the boogeyman. <laughs> so, yeah. He, he, he's, uh, what is it? Um, fuck, the name they have for him? Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. <laughs> he's the American Baba Yaga. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so as you uh, folks may or may not know, but Jack Smith is the lead prosecutor in the indictment of uh, Colt 45, a.k.a. Donald Trump. And honestly, I see him as like this generation's Elliot Ness. Like he's a dude of uh, focus, determination. He wants to bring down this cocksucker. Yeah, he yeah. wants to, he wants to get him for all the crimes he committed. What what is the count up to now? Seventy two. Uh, thirty seven. No, it's seventy two in total though. Between that and Georgia and the other thing, he's been indicted three times now. Yeah. When has a former president of the United States been arrested three times? Dude, not even fucking um, Nixon. No. Well, he never got arrested because he got because he got pardoned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, dude, Jack Smith is, yeah, like you said, he's a special counsel for the uh, Department of Justice assigned by, what's his dick, um, uh, Merrick Garland. Mm-hmm. Before that, he was a U.S. US attorney for the Middle District of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And also, he has actually yeah. prosecuted right. people in The Hague. Yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, Ronald Trump, yeah. fucking Trump. The orange Mussolini mm-hmm. tries to say that he's a radical left, blah blah blah. The, the whole like usual spiel and everything. I sort of he God, actually belongs. Mother- he belongs to the independent party. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like so far like um, the uh, like on June 9th, the indictment was filed against Trump. It was made public, right? And it's detailing the charges against uh, him. Uh, so it's thirty-seven uh, felony violations. So thirty-one counts of willful retention of national defense information. 
one count of conspiracy to obstruct justice, one count of withholding document or record, one count of corruptly concealing document or record, one count of concealing a document in a federal investigation, one count of scheme to conceal, and one count of making false statements and representations, and a partridge on a pear tree. Well, and then again, once again, the manga cult, they mm. try to, they just believe oh, anything, the, the, anything that fucking Trump says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, crazy Jack Smith, yeah. all this shit. Okay, we all know it hasn't come out to light yet, but everybody knows that Donald mm. Trump paid for his high school diploma, paid for his college degree. Oh, yeah. And like so, one of his teachers from high school said he was the he was dumbest, dumbest student, student that he's yeah. ever had. Yeah. 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 But looking at Jack Smith, mm. dude, okay, for, they, people always cry, America, America first, America yeah. this, America that. Mm-hmm. Fucking Jack Smith is the epitome of the wholesome all-American kid. Yeah. So, he, yeah. uh, real quick, he grew up in New York, mm. right, in the suburbs. He went... He went to Liverpool High School, graduated in 87, played football and baseball. What's more All-American than that? I'm saying. He he had a um, – he studied and graduated political science from New York uh, from – it's called SUNY. Mm-hmm. SUNY is State, State University of New York. Mm-hmm. He got his de- undergraduate degree there in 91 in mm-hmm. political science in right. Oneonta, which, by the way, I almost went there to play baseball. Mm-hmm. And then he got his uh, – and – he was summa cum laude. Right. So he wasn't just some fucking idiot that graduated at the bottom of his class like somebody who I would no, this, name. No, this dude is like the, you know, protagonist in a teen movie yep. or whatnot. Like the, like, uh, what's his face? Like Freddie Prince Jr.'s character from uh, She's All That. And then, like just, yeah. to top it all off, yeah. he graduated from Harvard with mm-hmm. a law degree. And he was cum laude there, too. Yeah, with so, a juris doctor. Yeah. Yeah. So get the fuck out of here with yep. you. And he don't know what he's doing. So, like, early in his career, like, pretty much his early career set the president, uh, president? president of him um, fighting for, like, you know, for what's right, like, the good fight and everything. Because after he graduated from law school, he joined the Manhattan's district attorney office. Right. Uh, serving as uh, assistant district attorney. And he was a member of the Sex Crimes and Domestic Violence Union. So he's a real-life SUV. Yeah, he's SVU. a real-life stabler. SVU. Yeah. <laughs> no, real- no, not stabler. Uh, fucking um, the Cuban kid. Oh, um, uh, the Cuban guy, the prosecutor. I, I know you're talking about Barba, Barba. Rafael Barba. He's a real life Barba. Yeah. So, so uh, shortly after that, he joined the United States Attorney's Office for right. the Eastern District of New York, and. Um, as part of one of his cases, he prosecuted the police officers who brutalized and sexually assaulted Abner uh, Lumia. Uh, Lumia. Ab- Ab- Abner Luima. Yeah. And now, long story he, short, that was the guy that the cops arrested mm-hmm. and sexually assaulted him with nightsticks while they, he was in holding. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so with that and everything, he received $8.75 million settlement. Uh, so that's about fourteen mil- fourteen million in uh, today and everything in his uh, civil suit against the uh, city of for police Damn. brutality. So he was fighting for the victims. He was fighting uh, for the ones who were wronged earlier in his um, in his career and everything. And as well, he also um, he worked as an investigative investigation coordinator for the office of the prosecution of the International Criminal Court in the as Hague. You mentioned the Hague. The Hague. Yeah, love and that one- fucking guy, that, dude. The Hague. Is the same court that has tried Nazi war criminals. Yeah. They're a neutral uh, court. They, yeah. they don't side with any country. And it's so. funny you mention uh, the uh, war crimes because um, in 2018, he was named to a four-year term as chief prosecutor for the Kosovo Specialist Chambers in The Hague, investigating the war crimes in the Kosovo War that uh, took place in the uh, late 90s. So in other words, homie knows what he's doing. Oh, big time. So that's the type of... Um, a lawyer that Trump is uh, facing off against, a guy who's been busting war criminals, rapists, corrupt people. So this is a, this is just basically a Tuesday for him. What what's, what's crazy about it, then these fucking MAGA idiots mm-hmm. will believe anything that fucking Orange Mussolini says. Oh, yeah. And because he goes, oh, Jack Smith is coming after me. He's part of the radical left, the deep state. He just uses the buzzwords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Radical left, deep state, socialist. Communist. Yeah, crazy Jack Smith, he calls him. Honestly, crazy Jack Smith makes him sound even badass. Yeah. Because that motherfucker's crazy. He's crazy Smith. Like... <laughs> He he doesn't give a fuck. Well, the great part is they said that in court, the first time Trump was indicted by mm. Jack Smith, Jack Smith was staring daggers at him. Oh, and yeah. Tr- and Trump would not look at him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what that reminded me of? He's an alpha male. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, you know what that reminded me of? Uh, quick uh, quick uh, story. Fits of the North Star. When Kenshiro was uh, becoming the successor, one of the challenges was they were gonna, his masters sicked a lion on the uh, students. 
And the real test was to see how they handled it. Right. His brother, the main antagonist, Raul, killed the lion with his bare hands. But what Kenshiro did, what won him successor, was just stared right at that lion yep. until the lion died of fright. Well, and here's the thing. A lot of people believe, because Rudy Giuliani and the rest of the fucking humpers mm-hmm. uh, on uh, fake news, f- fax news, faux news, as faux I like news, to call yep. them, they... Uh, they, they have been claiming, oh, he's prosecuting him against his First Amendment right. Has nothing to do with what he said yeah. you know, during January 6th. Yeah. It's what he tried to do. Yeah. You know, it was nothing. And that's why they're trying to, they, they're trying to uh, gaslight people yeah, yeah, yeah. into believing that that's the reason why. See, and that is a weak, weak-ass defense, too. Yeah. Like, a First Amendment right. Like, uh, your First Amendment right caused people to incite a riot and, tr- and a sedition. Well, there's a saying, the First Amendment right doesn't mean that you can walk into a crowded room and yell fire. Yeah. And that's what he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's and, what people don't get. Yeah. and uh, But you know what it is, is that that whole defense there is Giuliani just like, you know, no-toeing to look those like mega morons. Speaking of Giuliani, somebody online questioned who's going to be the first one to roll over on Trump. Oh, I, I think it's Giuliani. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. He probably already did. Oh, yeah. He's just out there on television talking and saying, because that's how he sounds. With his fucking symbiote, like, dripping from his head and everything. <laughs> Bro, the, the fucking worst part was I admired Giuliani with what he did with New York City. Because oh, I told yeah. you, I grew up when it was all, in Times Square, it was all drugs, prostitutes, and, mm-hmm. and fucking violence. Yeah. And... During his administration as mayor of New York, that all got cleaned up. Yeah. And it's like one of the fucking most popping areas in New York now. Yeah. Uh, there's fucking dozens of new shows. All the fucking porn houses are closed yeah, down. Yeah. But then he turned into he a turned troll. Yeah. I was even at one point going, Giuliani should run for president. Well, and you know, a lot of people were had his side because he was mayor of New York during 9-11. He was known as America's mayor because he was America's helping, mayor. He was he was helping not just New Yorkers, but also Americans cope and recover from this um, massive attack. Uh, you know, yep. he was at the, he was on he was on Saturday Night Live the week after 9-11 with um, all the firefighters and policemen who were there at Ground Zero to tell everybody, hey, it's okay to laugh now. Like, we got, you know, we should move on for our lives and everything. So I I, I understand because, you know, we were just earlier, we were talking about heel turns, you know. That's what happened. You know, know, he reminds me of um, Sherman Helmsley's character in Fresh Prince. He uh, played uh, the judge that was... um, Uncle Phil's mentor, yes. mm-hmm. and he, uh, Uncle Phil, was like raving about him, saying like, "Oh, he was such a man of integrity. He fought for the little man. He was all this, that, and everything. He's inspired me to become a judge and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And now he's uh, a senile, sexist, um, misogynistic, um, self self absorbed. So he was a narcissist. Man of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically, he was just like everything that Uncle Phil." said was the opposite and everything wow. oh also the womanizing cheating on his wife and everything <clears throat> so, who, the, who the fuck wants to fuck sherman helmsley i'm saying but <laughs> this is tv land and everything i mean wheezy i don't think wanted to i mean but that's wheezy though <laughs> no offense like love y'all but anyway um but no George. George. <laughs> but no uh but no like he was this man of integrity this man of ethics who is now yeah. like the darkest timeline version of himself and everything. So Giuliani is a real life judge. I think his name was Judge Smalls or something. But uh, yeah. Okay. Side note. Mm-hmm. Now that we talked about the Jeffersons. Mm-hmm. Wheezy, Florida, or Shirley from What's Happening? Oh, Shirley. <laughs> if, I had to sh- if I had to choose from them. If, was, it MF, was it MFK? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Dude, we got to play around to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Mary Fuck Kill of like, yeah. uh, all like uh, sitcom characters. Yeah. I, I would be on down well, with that. Well, it, it all characters, yeah. yeah. Yeah, So, real quick, MFK. Wheezy, Shirley, and Florida. Come on. Let's see. Hmm. <laughs> It's, a, it's an Damn. only an hour show, bro. <laughs> Honestly, you made it difficult, man, because it's like, now, if you said uh, Thelma from Good Times, that's the obvious answer. <laughs> well, no, that makes it easy. Yeah. No, Ugh. Florida. No. <laughs> Even if it was Winona, it might be Wilona? Wilona. Wilona, yeah. Wilona. I'd go with Wilona, but. Janet, ja- Janet Jackson's mom? Uh, what was it called? Oh, the one. That, uh, no, Wilona no, she, was like uh, she the played, best friend. No, but she played. Remember? No, she on? played her adopted. Ado- that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Her mom. Well, you just said mom, but you just yeah, said adopted. But yeah, see, Penny. Yeah, we have to go back on that. But anyway, anyway, going back around to yeah. Jack Smith. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so so in other words, with Jack Smith's experience, he's mm-hmm. not just going to go after somebody because they think possibly maybe they could have evidence. Mm-hmm. He's got it lock, stock, and barrel. Yeah. Now the latest one that I read was that, and I heard was that Trumpy and his insane amount of crazy ass lawyers. I think he gets them out of the phone book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, he gets up at the back of a uh, matchstick box. Oh, or or uh, what do you call it? Or a uh, fucking Spanish TV. Si tienes herida, llama cinco, 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 cinco. And, and they have like those like really tacky ass like, you know, um, like uh, jingles and everything. Oh, yeah, like that, J- that Jimmy Boom Bots that he had. Oh, the... oh, Jimmy Boom Bots. Oh, Dr. Vinny Boom Bots. Yeah. For, uh, oh, man. Re- well, recipes, uh, Rodney. He had freaking... He had marbles in his mouth. Like, but anyway, yeah. they filed a um, change of venue mm-hmm. because he said he can't get a fair shake in Washington, D.C. with any of the judges or the jury. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's because when you post going, I just had to go to Washington where it's disgusting, mm-hmm. dirty, and horrible. It's broken down and gross. I had to go there to get indicted. and I'm like... You can't describe a city like that and then expect his citizens to go, yeah! Right? That's like We a- got your back! <laughs> what the fuck, dude? That's it, like, you know, he just pulled a John Rocker. Like, where he talked shit about New York, and then when he went to go play, they booed the fuck out of him. <laughs> they threw batteries at him. <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? Batteries? New Yorkers. Yeah. <laughs> dude, Jose Canseco left the field because they hit him in the head with a D battery. Damn. D's uh, nuts. <laughs> <laughs> D's batteries. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. New Yorkers don't fuck around. Dude. Yeah. There was a, there's a section in the Yankee Stadium, they call them the bleacher creatures, mm-hmm. and yeah, they will fuck you up. Yeah. Man. Well, that's that's probably what's going to happen Like if they try to yeah. take the, the, the trial to New York. Yeah, one day yeah. they threw a Boston fan into the dugout. Oh, wow. Like, literally. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> but, yeah, but, you know, th- and, uh, you know, but, yeah, t- uh, Trump talks shit about D.C. and everything. Oh, and the whole, like, you know, insurrection thing, that little chestnut there. Oh, that's still a thing? I'm kidding. Well, of course well, it's still appar- a thing. Well, apparently it's not. Like, that's what cracks me about, like, you know, Trumpers and oh, everything. Oh, d- why don't they just get over it? It already happened. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, no big deal. Yeah, well, they say, like, it wasn't a sedition. It wasn't, like, you know, uh, an insurrection. Uh, yeah, the fuck it was. Well, and when people don't believe that one, they go, "Well, what about BLM? Well, what about all the thing? What about the cities they burnt down?" You mean the the ones where they were infiltrated by Proud Boy members like, and right stream extremists that turned it into a riot? I I I usually my answer for people when they go, "Oh, talk about this city. It uh it got burnt down." I say, "Yeah, you might want to let them know because." Right. They still up and running. <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know what you talking about. You know, no, they mean, act like it was Chicago when Mrs. Right. Uh, what's her face's cow turned, uh, knocked over the fucking lamp. Right, you know uh, about that, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was about to say real quick and everything. Yeah. Now that you mentioned, uh, what do you call like BLM and everything? Quick thing. So it was this um, comment section about like uh, Jason Aldean's like you know white supremacist uh, song and everything. Fuck that guy. And I. Uh, you, I posted up a uh, meme where he's saying, like, try that in a small town. And it shows that monkey puppet with the whole, like, awkward, like, stare. And at the bottom it says, you'll body police department. Yikes. And Ouch. one, and one Aldine fanboy tries to clap back. What about BIM? And it shows, like, an out-of-context riot photo. And it's like, BIM? You, you're talking about the building information modeling? Wow. <laughs> He's like, B-I-M, what, has, what, does your bowel, what does your bowel have to do with it? Right. Movie? People. A uh, little, little like a lesson from the good folks here at uh, Minorities Report. If you're going to spread misinformation, watch your grammar. If, if you're going to be a bigot, at yeah. least bigot intelligently. Right, right. That's an oxymoron there. Bigot intelligently. <laughs> well, see, I always like to say that bigotry is lack of knowledge. It's mm. ignorance. See, where racism is straight up hate and you people hate somebody just because they're that particular race, mm. bigotry to me is just ignorance. Yeah. You know, you go off of what other people say, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> which, has, which has led to, like, the slander against uh, Jack Smith. You yeah. know, like a lot of these people are trying to tear him down as like being anti-American. He's as American as apple pie. Like we just talked about like his like um, middle class, up, yeah, middle class middle background class. in New York City. City. Yeah. Um, what's it called? Double, double uh, sport player in high school. Yep. And those are like the most American yeah. sports, football Gra- and baseball. Graduated summa cum laude. And they're trying to paint this dude as an extreme leftist, communist, socialist 
Shalabadingdong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah. Oh, okay, it's the fucking buzzwords. One day I'm going to make up a list of that. I should. Mm-hmm. The list of the buzzwords. Yeah. All you got to do is say we communist, do- socialist, fascist. We should do that. Like uh, a mega moron Mad Libs. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> or a, a leftist, uh, and you, you got to use radical left, and what's a deep state? All mm. you got to use is the fucking buzzwords. Yeah. And that's it. And they keep chanting the same thing. Well, what about Hunter? Well, yeah. What about Hunter? Dude, they got, oh, we got a witness. We have a witness. It's yeah. going to blow everything open. You know what the witness said? Mm. Yeah, Hunter used to talk to his dad every day on the phone because it was right after Bo died, mm. and they were both healing. And he would put him on... Um, a comp like on speakerphone on conferences, mm. and it was just for just for Joe to say, "Hey, how's everybody doing?" Because he was he was using his father mm-hmm. uh, to like cl- for clout chasing. Oh, yeah. look at my dad! My dad was the vice president. Yeah, he was clout chasing. It had nothing to do with business deals. Right, right, right. Their witness, you know, that was going to blow everything up, said that, and they were like, "Yeah, wait, what?" Mm. It was like it was like it was. When somebody elbows someone and goes, yeah, tell them, tell them, tell them, right? Tell them I'm right. And they go with a different story to go, yeah, wait, what? <laughs> no, no, that's not but, what I, but, I thought you were going to no, say. Because, okay, so point point is, is that they're doing all this slander, all this shit talking about Smith because he's got their number. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You know what it is? It's um, Predator. The, Predator. No, Predator 2. Uh-huh. That scene where Bill Paxson is making that final stand against the uh, city hunter. Oh, he's like, "Come on, motherfucker!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And all he has is his like his sidearm yep. and everything. That's what that is. It's not doing shit. No. Jack Smith is still gonna go after uh, Trump, much how like the city hunter was still um, walking towards like uh, Bill Paxson yeah. taking his skull as a trophy. And you know what the saddest part is of all that? Mm. That he's been three times indicted. He's up on seventy-two something charges, mm-hmm. and he leads the Republican Party in the polls. See, that tells a lot about the Republican Party. Well, it tells that his quote unquote charisma with idiots. Yeah. Because that's who he has charisma with, idiots. Yeah, uh, is winning over the the, the people, mm-hmm. and like what's his name, Ron DeSantis, who's you know as charismatic as vanilla ice cream. <laughs> He's just a dud. Yeah, bro. He thinks that what he does in Florida is gonna get him attention around the country mm-hmm. and he's he's losing in the poll by shit he ain't got nothing yeah mike pence doesn't even qualify for the ballot yet because he has so little support dude don't get me started on pence like that oh, asshole will still like even after all the shit that trump put him through oh no he no. still won't talk bad about no him. he finally came out and said something negative about trump really yeah what'd he say that he said no i had no right to overturn i don't know what he he actually stood up for himself finally wow yeah he i know finally right? found his he, balls he, well his wife let him have them for the weekend you mean mother? <laughs> Ew. Ew. Never refer to your significant other as mother. Right. Or, you know what's my uh, daddy? That's a Pe- Mr. Roper. Okay. That's a Roper shit. People have taken that and stolen it. Like mm-hmm. I understand it's your kink. You call somebody daddy, whatever. Yeah. But now calling your father daddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And not for nothing. Once I think you're past the age. Now, <laughs> so now with all that. I just want to see uh, Trump on the witness stand yeah. and, and Jack Smith just grilling the fuck out of him. Have you have you have you heard his coke nose? Oh yeah, Trump. Every time he's in an interview, no, he's. A... Well, like it's also like the whole like deep breathing because there's no fucking septum left. Mm, it's also because he's fat. Yeah. You know, well, I was talking about. I, he has I, a body of Rocky Three, <laughs> dude. When he was president, they said, "Oh, he he did his physical." And they said he weighed two hundred and fifteen pounds. They said, "Where his ass?" Right. <laughs> Yo, let's go take a quick break. We'll be right back to wrap things up. What it is? What it is? This is Chocolate Thunder. Just telling you to check out the Minorities Report. And who better to know about minorities than a minority right here? word on the street is that they'll bring you an episode each and every Friday. That's when I'm cruising with all of my bitches here. And also be sure to follow them on social media at Minorities Report and Minorities Report 2.0. Yeah. Hola mi gente. Thank you guys for continuing to hang out with us. 
before we went on break, we were talking about Jack Smith and all the shit that he's bringing to uh, the Orange Mussolini and Giuliani. Because, mm-hmm. dude, there's some people they they ain't going they they going to be fucking pissed. Either they're going to turn on Trump, mm-hmm. or they're going to go to prison too. Mm-hmm. Right now, if he were to be convicted with all the charges, mm-hmm. do you know how many years he would get? They said like each charge is up to like 20 years. Right. So he would get a total of like 700 and something years in prison, and he wouldn't even last like. A year, like with his health and everything, right? Yeah, he would fucking die out. Well, this would be un- uh, unprecedented because mm-hmm. we've never had anything like this happen before to a, a former president. Yeah. So the the thing is, what do you do? You can't send him to prison because you're, he's entitled to Secret Service protection for the rest of his life. Right. You know. Uh, you know what's funny? The mm. real quick side note. You know who you haven't seen in all this? Mm. Melania. Oh, and, and Ivanka. Right. Yep. Oh, they! I'm pretty sure they did the whole like Homer Simpson, like you know, into the bushes, into the bushes thing and everything. Because how can, how can you defend this? Well, I know. And Jared, uh, Jared's another one. Jared's like, I don't know this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. But Jared, that's your father-in-law. Who father-in-law? Yeah, it, it's pretty much like at the end of a casino. Yeah. When everybody's cleaning their hands and yep. everything of like all the shit that the uh, mob was and everything. Oh as no, well Jared as, and Ivanka yeah. got their money and they bounced. They're like deuces. Oh yeah, the money that they made while as members of the administration. Oh yeah, which is a big no-no. Which is a big no-no. Yeah, yeah. They, they asked Ivanka, yeah. goes, it was so funny because they said, if your father wins, would you, will you uh, serve in his cabinet again? She was like, no. <laughs> now, excuse me, I'm going to go hawk these, uh, this uh, can of Goya beans. Goya beans. They're the beaniest. Goya beans because us Caucasians think they're bueno. <laughs> It was, they're spicy though. They're, they're, there's no spice in them. They're still spicy. That yeah. Latino stuff. Oh <laughs> uh, man, but no, like you bring up a good point. It's like a lot of people are abandoning Trump because like he's a sinking ship, you know. He's a what? A sinking ship. Oh, ship. Sorry. Yeah. What do you think I said? He's shit. Oh well, that too. Yeah, shit. Don't float. He's a he's a human colostomy bag. But anyway. <laughs> But no, it's because like after all this shit, like after all the documents being held at Mar-a-Lago, the insurrection and right. all that, who in their right mind would stick with him still? No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I mean, you got to be out of your goddamn mind to think that this piece of shit is mm-hmm. going to back you up. Uh-huh. You know, he's going to fucking kick you to the curb. Mm-hmm. And you know what it is, is that, um, what was it? Like, here's... All like you know, actually, now that you mentioned it, like I haven't heard back from heard from uh, Kellyanne Conway, who was like the biggest Trump cheerleader. Um, oh, Kellyanne Conway, that other one. What's that other bubblehead's name? Uh, the one that was his uh, secretary, the fucking press secretary. Oh, um, Kaylee McEnany. Yeah. Oh no, no. She, uh, but also there was Sarah Huckabee Sanders. No, fuck that bitch. You didn't. You don't have any oh, heard back God, from him. The fucking lazy eye. Mm-hmm. I can't fucking stand her. Either. Yeah. <sighs> but you know what it is? It's the it, it's the fucking it's Baba Yaga. Yep. It's Jack Smith because all the people that are jumping ship from the Trump train and everything, they know not to fuck with Jack Smith. Yep. That's why they're getting the hell out of there because once Jack Smith takes down Trump. Who says he's not going to take af- go after <laughs> yeah. Ivanka? After, goes, after not- yeah, after uh, uh, Sanders, after Giuliani. Yep, he's he's going on a fucking. Oh hunt. no, he's they're already going after Giuliani too. He's up on charges too. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. But the thing is with Giuliani, uh, he'll and don't don't forget they stopped talking about it, but it's still out there when Giuliani was selling pardons. Yeah. So that's going to be oh, something coming down, too. you get a too. pardon. And you get a pardon. Yeah. It's Juliana's par, uh, pardon uh, dispensary. Yeah, he was selling... Right he, next to the, sh- <laughs> right next to the, to the sex store. He mm. was... Because <laughs> he held a press conference. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> that, if there was any a moment of, like, hitting rock bottom. It was... I forgot... Because, oh, he goes, Give me a room at the Four Seasons so we can sell a press conference. He goes... He, they sent him up at the Four Seasons plumbing <laughs> company. <laughs> they tried you said to, Four Seasons. They tried to spin it. Right. Goes, it's because we're for the people, and these are real Americans. Yeah, he tried to do like, hey, remember Jack the uh, Joe the plumber? <laughs> <laughs> Trump is a man of the peoples. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but no, like, honestly, like, um, Seeing Jack Smith go full John Wick on these motherfuckers. Oh, it's like, going to be great. Dude. Yeah. Oh, I, wa- I would love it. And the, I think the biggest debate is going to be whether they're going to have it on TV. Honestly, I think they should. Like, oh, if they're going to yeah. have the OJ trial on TV, yep. they might as well have this. 
Dude, and I was watching uh, Midas Touch, which mm. is a great YouTube channel. Mm. They were talking to people at a Trump rally. Yes, those are still a thing mm. because he's had a grift at grifters. He's he spends millions of dollars of the donations to go towards his defense. Mm. That's you're not supposed to do that if it's being donated. People are donating to a supposed billionaire. Mm. That fucking boggles my mind. They were talking to this dude and he said, "I won't pay my mortgage this month so I could donate to Trump." Mm-hmm. No, and like these are the same people that are like the elites, the elites, the, you know, fuck the elites and everything. Yeah, and oh, yet I, and yet they'll spend like their life savings for the elite. But the fucking fuck the party goes. Oh, the coastal elites. You know, New York's on the coast, right? Right. Because <laughs> they think coastal elites, yeah. they think just California. Yeah. No, no, Massachusetts is on the coast. New York's on the coast. Mm. You know. So well, Georgia has a coast. So mm-hmm. Mar- technically, Marjorie Taylor Greene would be a a coastal elite because mm-hmm. she's a millionaire. Mm-hmm. It, it, the the fucked up part is real quick. Going back to the rallies, mm-hmm. people have said that they told him even if he found guilty and he confesses to the charges and goes to j- prison, mm-hmm. would you still vote for him? Yes, yes, they would. Absolutely, because he uh, he spreads the hate against the same people that they hate. Wait, Donald Trump hates people? I know. He seems like such a lovable old man. <laughs> I can't even yeah. say that with a straight but, face. <laughs> but going back, but going back to uh, our subject of the uh, of the episode, uh, J- Jack Smith. Jack Smith. Jack Smith. So I realized, like you know, some more um, comparisons between him and Elliot Ness. Um, not only personality wise, they're very similar, but like their targets are men of like you know the same, almost the same ilk and everything. So um, Trump, you know, his notoriety and widely presumed culpability on the federal charges he faces is just similar to how Al Capone's racketeering and corruption was. Uh, both of them experienced um, and reportedly enjoyed both tremendous fame and long-standing records of evading, uh, you know, the law uh, t- for indictments and imprisonment and everything. So they were able to, like, both of them were able to dodge that shit. And, you know, Capone, as you know, he was feared and idolized by the American public and simultaneously impressed and disgusted by his ability to evade the police, grand juries, federal agents, all that. Just like with Donald Trump, as we were saying, he's still idolized by these people. They still come in in droves for his rallies. And so he gets off on that and everything. And so the Elliot Ness and Jack Smith are the same, just like how Al Capone and Trump are the same. And so it's funny how like um, these uh, these comparisons keep on coming and everything. And what makes it even funnier is that these uh, efforts happen in the 1920s during the Depression era. Right. Where we are right now. I mean, we're in the 19, well, we're in the 2020s. Exactly. Yeah. And no, still, like, right. face it in, in the Depression era due to, like, you know, um, COVID well, and the recession. Well, people are depressed. Yeah. I wouldn't say we're in the Depression era because a lot of businesses are doing quite well and they're profiting okay, constantly. Okay, fair point. But, but people are still, like, suffering yeah, from the oh, depression. Absolutely. So it's not, it's not an economic depression per se. However, it is depression amongst the people. Yeah, no, yeah. no doubt. No doubt. I mean, I mean, I, I myself suffer from it sometimes because it's like, dude, life changed after COVID. Mm-hmm. It's just a different world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and unfortunately, because Trump was president during COVID, mm-hmm. it made it compounded it and made it even worse mm-hmm. because if we would have had a president at the time would have took this shit serious mm-hmm. and would have okayed the lockdowns and not talk out against them and say oh it's fine it'll be gone by spring mm-hmm. Two hundred thousand people have died it's gonna be fine it'll go away in the summer with the heat and the clorox in your body and the bleach yeah and the and it, so if we would have had a competent president yeah. at the time i think it wouldn't be so polarized as it is right now. Yeah, and um, and say so I think I think that's like the big difference between Trump and Capone right there is that Capone, Trump, Capone was smart. Capone was smart, <laughs> and he thrived during the depression. Trump wasn't smart, and he suffered. Like his poll numbers and everything went down. Um, that's when like his like his ilk, the ones that yeah. were there for, with him since day one, were like, you know what? I think I made a mistake. Well, a lot of people there who gave him like his briefings and all that have come out to say that they, he's the stupidest person that they've ever had to. That they had to dumb down uh, the the what do you call it the the briefings because he wouldn't pay attention long enough. Yeah. And he come out with just some random shit. You know, they'd be going over the briefings and he'd be like, oh, I like that color. What color did they use oh, for it? Oh, God. Oh, and no, it, it was, it, he said he's mm. 
fucking one of the biggest morons they've ever. They mm. had to dumb down the briefings because he was so stupid and didn't comprehend them. And this is supposed to be the alpha stage. genius yes. millionaire billionaire. The one, the guy that claimed he had that he knows more about uh, terrorists than yeah. the actual generals. Oh, oh, dude, he knows more than nu- he mo- he knows more about nuclear than uh, yeah. nuclear. The see, nuclear. See, honestly, this is why this is going to be e- uh, easy pickings for Smith. Yeah. Because you know Smith, he's a very intelligent man. He is a man of focus and determination. He is always fighting the good fight. He's going to eat Trump alive, and Trump knows it. All of his ilk know it, bro. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's basically it's it's going to be a bloodbath. Honestly, and I'm all for it. Yeah, honestly, Jack Smith. When as soon as I found that he prosecuted at the Hague, I was like, oh. Well, yeah. you're done. Mm-hmm. But my thing is even worse. Honestly, Trump is so incompetent, and the lawyers that he have are so fucking dumb. Oh yeah, you could get Saul Goodman to fucking prosecute him, and he would still win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let alone Jack Smith. <laughs> fucking oh, better call Saul. Right. I think even fucking. I don't think even Lionel Hutz from Simpsons <laughs> would like even get part of this. You know, no, but say he could probably prosecute Trump. Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that, like, uh, you know, honestly, and I think, like, this is why he, uh, this is uh, why uh, Trump is having such a hard time finding, like, competent lawyers. Mm. Because they don't, they don't, the, the ones who are, like, highly, you know, highly competent, the ones that know what they're doing and everything, right. they don't want to fuck with Smith. No, they no. don't. They, well, no, and that, and Donald Trump is notorious for not paying his bills. Mm-hmm. There's some lawyers that are asking him for money up front because he does not pay his lawyers. Yeah, yeah, and this is, this is his brand. Like, just ask the, uh, uh, Polish-American workers. Just ask the companies that went bankrupt building his Taj Mahal casino in Atlantic City because mm-hmm. after they were done, he wouldn't pay them. Yep. And he could, he filed bankruptcy and didn't pay them. That's the art of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's the art? The art of the deal could have been a pamphlet, not yeah. a book. <laughs> okay, quick thing. Speaking of art of the deal and everything, remember uh, the show uh, Arliss? Yeah, the sports guy. It was uh, the uh, dude Robert from Wool. Yeah, Robert Wool. Yeah. So when he was hot for like a minute. Yeah. yeah. So I was uh, reading an interview with him and everything. Right. And they asked him like, "So uh, your your show Arliss, which you're known for and everything, how did that come about?" And he says, "Well, I was, years ago, I was when it first launched, I was reading the uh, Trump's Art of the Deal, and I thought this is the biggest load of bullshit ever. <laughs> this guy doesn't even know what the fuck he's talking about." I'm like, what if I made a show about that? Yeah. Where it's like, you have this guy, this sports agent, that's saying all like these like uh, tidbits of wisdom and everything, right? which is his narration. But when you see it on the show, it's the complete opposite. So yeah, so Arliss was created as a middle finger to Trump. So in other words, his voiceover is saying how great he is, but yeah. you, you're actually watching going, this guy's a fucking buffoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never got into that show, but yeah, I, would, yeah. I, I watched, I've heard of it, yeah. and I've seen parts of it, but I never got into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, well, back then I was too poor to afford cable, and it was on Showtime, I think it was. Uh, HBO. Yeah, HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, nah. Anyway, yeah. so special counsel Jack Smith, special prosecutor Jack Smith, mm. is going to be eating him alive. Mm-hmm. Anything else you got to say before we wrap it up? Well, I'm going to end this with a quote from Ian McShane's character, Winston, from uh, John Wick as a special, um, <laughs> as a as like a um, big ups to uh, to a Jack Smith. R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, Ian McShane ain't died. Yeah, he's still, he's still oh, alive. Yeah. yeah, okay. You're thinking of Sharon. Uh, that was it. Yeah. The black um, dude. And you, Jack Smith, do what you do best. Hunt. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's all that needs to be said. So from us at the Minorities Report, we want to thank you for joining us in this new era. We're going to be bringing you some other topics. Not only are we going to be doing social issues, a little bit of politics. We're going to dabble into it because I just want to see where this prosecution goes. Mm -hmm. We're going to bring you some subjects that you may enjoy as well. So... Again, for a new era of the Minorities Report, we want to thank you guys for hanging out with us. Watch us. Watch us. Watch us. <laughs> well, actually, yes, watch us on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. Also, go ahead and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at the Minorities Report and Minorities Report 2.0 from Jay Shell and myself. We will see you.